the Shifting Schools podcast. My name is Trisha Friedman, and this episode of Off the Cuff is going to continue the theme that was launched Monday. That would be Teacher Appreciation Week. And this is sort of a perfect opportunity for me to show some appreciation to Jeff, my partner at Shifting Schools, who sadly is not here on this episode, but it's meant that I can hopefully surprise him. I wanted to show him some appreciation this week as well. So Jeff, if you are listening, here are three compliments all about your ability to be a phenomenal podcaster. Number one. Jeff, you have an engaging and captivating presence that draws listeners in and keeps them interested throughout the episode. Number two, your episodes are always well-researched and are thoughtfully prepared. You take the time to thoroughly understand your topics and you present them in such a clear and accessible way. Number three, Jeff, I hope you know I see you as a very skillful interviewer who knows how to ask insightful questions and elicit great responses from the phenomenal guests we are so fortunate to host on Shifting Schools Podcast. Now, listeners, that is what I call positive gossip. Jeff, I hope your ears were burning. And listeners, I'm going to take you through an activity that I have run with students and with teachers to make sure that they are feeling appreciated, not just for a week, but throughout the year at different times. And these steps are also laid out for you in our latest brand new free guide that's over there in the show notes. So if you're listening to this while you're driving or you're out for a run or a walk, and you are worried about forgetting any of the steps, worry not. All of it is in writing over there in the show notes. Now, the three compliments that I just gave to Jeff, I actually drafted those with the help of ChatGPT. And I wanted to do that because we've been having a lot of folks write in to ask us, okay, Jeff and Trisha, you're talking to us about using ChatGPT as a thought partner. How do we actually cite or create a reference to ChatGPT when we are using it? So I'm going to model that for you right now. Essentially, if those compliments, if I included them in a paper, what I would include at the very beginning is the following. When given a prompt of asking ChatGPT to write, quote, three compliments about Jeff Udick's skills as a podcaster, end quote, the chat GPT generated text gave me a list of three compliments. And then I might say something like, see Appendix A for the full transcript. And I would reference OpenAI 2023 chat GPT, the May 9th edition, large language model, and I would include the URL to chat.openai.com forward slash chat. Now, I wanted to mention, of course, that is the APA style of citing chat GPT. There is an MLA style as well. Uh, I mention this because, of course, our students are going to be using generative AI more and more in their research. And for this episode and the free guide, I also relied on some assistance for ChatGPT. So let's dig into how I used ChatGPT to helpfully cultivate some teacher-to-teacher appreciation. 
But first, I just wanted to clarify, again, the name of this activity is positive gossip. You can modify it so that it takes anywhere between 5 to 15 to 25 minutes. So you can decide, is this something that is done at the start of a meeting, of a workshop, at the close of a meeting? Or actually, is this the meeting itself? And sometimes when I tell folks that the name of this activity is positive gossip, they say, Trisha, I'm sorry, I thought gossip is bad for us. And I always encourage them, dig a little bit deeper into the research around gossip. And one of my favorite articles that I'll leave over there in the show notes comes courtesy of Work Life from the BBC. The title of the article is Why Gossiping at Work is Good for You. And I just want to give you one quote from that article. Quote, I think the biggest misconception is that gossip is always this negative cattiness, talking badly about somebody behind their backs. But surveys suggest that the primary reason people do it is because they really just want to make sense of their environment, says Shannon Taylor, a professor of management at the University of Central Florida, U.S., who studies workplace dynamics. Gossip can validate our emotions and help us figure out where other people stand on things, he says, and that gossip helps us make sure if the way we're perceiving the world in the same way as other colleagues and co-workers receive it. It's really about information gathering, end quote. I'd encourage you to dig in to the rest of that article. Again, that's over there in the show notes, as is the free guide, Positive Gossip. Okay, so essentially, here's how you break this down. Step one is to group your colleagues into small partnerships. This is ideally, I would say, anywhere from three peers to five. Now, I think this works best if you are really mixing people up, potentially getting a cross-section where you might be in a group with somebody that you don't often chat with. You might be in a group with someone that you don't work that closely with. And the reason that I set it up that way is because, remember, this is all about positive gossip. So this is about people hearing about their peers from perspectives that maybe they don't hear about very often. So again, step one, small intentional groups putting folks together who maybe do not know very much about one another. Step two, each of the groups is assigned another group. So again, I always try to set this up in advance uh, and I do it this way to make sure that every single member of your team is going to have someone else positively gossiping about them. So they will be assigned another group. So if I am in group A and I am assigned three other teachers from group B, as a group, we are going to be trying to match compliments, three compliments for each of the three people that we have been paired up with. And here's where the power of chat GPT comes in. In the free guide, I actually have a whole menu of compliments and I've broken them down into three different themes. 
theme one is focusing on teachers who facilitate learning that's really focused on inclusion and being identity affirming. Theme two is compliments focusing on teachers that do a really good job to help students think more about their interdependence and really, you know, how we are part of a learning community. And the third and final theme is a set of compliments that focus on leadership skills. Now, here's the thing. I used ChatGPT to give me a list, and I said specifically, ChatGPT, give me 20 compliments for each of those things. And then I went and I picked the 10 that I liked the best or that I thought would best really um, truly appreciate a fellow colleague. I may have made a few adjustments. You can continue to ask ChatGPT if you've used it and you've said, give me 20 compliments and you don't like those compliments. Give me 20 new compliments. Make the tone less formal. Make the tone more formal. Depending on where you are in the world, um, I've also done this working with teams at schools where we have a lot of multilingual learners. So I've asked it to give me a translation. I've said as a caveat, the translation might not be 100% accurate, but actually when I've done this with teams, most folks have told me the translation's pretty spot on. Now, if those three themes aren't really ones that... Um, apply to you, or perhaps you've had some sort of school-wide goal that you really want to dig into, ask ChatGPT to write compliments based on that theme. To me, the strength of the positive gossip activity is that you don't just do it once a year, but you perhaps do it once a month, once a term, so that we're getting into this practice of looking for things to compliment compliment one another on. That as a team, you know this is going to be a routine. When I have done this with students, that was the point. We did this maybe every six to eight weeks, and students really got into the practice of starting to just observe. What I wish I did now, in hindsight, is I wish I had students actually document and journal at the end of the week what did you notice about some of your peers that you are maybe going to use for positive gossip. I, again, I just think it's a sort of art of noticing that we can lean into. Now, here's the thing. When I present each of the teams with this bank of compliments, the bank of compliments is not meant to be prescriptive. When I say, Team A, you've got to find three compliments for each person in Team B. Here's the menu. It's not, it must be from the menu. The menu is there to spark inspiration. The menu is there to help them get into rough draft mode and to facilitate a conversation around why might this word need to be changed when you are thinking about that colleague, what's a better word? What's a better compliment? And you've got folks really negotiating and debating what it is that they see as a strength in that person. And that's the power, that conversation. And everyone in the room really feeling and sensing that we're all spending time focusing on the strengths in our community. As cheesy as it sounds right now, when you do this activity with students or with teachers 
Or even if you're just doing it with your small internal team, even if it's a group of 10 people and you partner up into pairs, I am telling you something about the energy in the room shifts. You can feel it. It is such a nice boost of positivity. Um, And people tell me this all the time. At the end of this activity, how great that felt, how necessary that felt. Um, So again, moving on to the next step, you would have had that time debating, deliberating which compliment you want to give to who. The next step, and there's really two different ways you can go about doing this, is to deliver the compliments. Now, if this is the first time you're doing this activity with the team, I would actually recommend each team hand over the compliments privately to the person you're delivering the compliments to. Let them look at them, let them enjoy them. If you know off the bat that you're gonna do this as a routine, I could actually see, especially if you're a school leader or you're the teacher of the class, preserve these compliments. So that at the end of the academic year, you actually have this nice running record. You can mix up the theme of the compliments throughout the year. Again, if I'm a teacher and I'm working on different units, I might make them really hyper-specific to the skills that we were unpacking in that unit. If I'm the school leader, I'm thinking about the different ebb and flow time of the year. Uh, Again, if it's coming up to winter break, which can be a really draining time, maybe I focus my compliments Um, in on how we are just keeping one another focused and grounded. Um, You know, again, just thinking about the different ways that we would notice strengths in the moment and atmosphere they're in. Now, if I have done this activity several times and my team know one another really well, I could actually see there being a public display of the compliments. So it might be after the 10 minutes or the five minutes of the deliberation and compliment pairing, we do it as a gallery walk where I have that person's name, I have their three compliments, we put them up around the room and then we call time and we're gonna walk around the room, look at all the different compliments. Or maybe I do this with Google Slides and each person has a slide where the compliments have been added to their slide. And then maybe there's an added burst of learning in us saying, what do we see? in terms of some of our common strengths? What might you add on to what was noticed about different team members? The last part of this activity is to give folks some time to reflect on the compliments they have received and to perhaps ask and invite them to think about where, when, was the moment that their peers were able to notice them doing that and to really give them that processing time so that they're not just reading the compliments and saying, okay, great, yes. But they're really digesting this critical feedback. And maybe even you're asking them, which of these strengths is important for you to work on moving forward And is there something that you need from your colleagues or from your coaches, from your mentor, from your school leaders to help you further cultivate that strength? Same can be done with a classroom of students, right? What else can I do as your teacher to help you cultivate that strength? Now, if you are doing this with a group of students, 
Here's my pro tip. Consider doing this leading into parent caretaker conferences because there is real power in inviting your students to share their compliments with their family and invite them to explain to their family, why do you think these were the compliments that were identified for you? It's quite a powerful conversation. So the free guide to creating positive gossip is over there in the show notes. If you take on this activity with your team or your class, we would love to hear back from you. You can always send us a voice memo over there at shiftingschools.com. Inside that free guide are the ready to roll menu of compliments. And if those themes don't work for you, again, you can use ChatGPT to create a list of compliments for the themes that do mean something to your team or the focus areas that have been important for you throughout the year. Now, as we are talking about using ChatGPT as a thought partner, this is your final reminder coming up this week, this Thursday, May 11th at 3 p.m. PST. Jeff and I are teamed up to deliver a live webinar entitled Skills-Based Assessment in the area of ChatGPT. This is on sale now for $45, US but if you head over to the show notes, you are going to find a promo code that you can use. Thanks again for being a listener, and you can take $25 off that price tag. Now, if you cannot make the session live, if you register, you still get all of the resources, including the video recording, for you to watch whenever you would like. We hope to see you this Thursday for skills-based assessment in the era of ChatGPT. Hope that you have a great rest of your teacher appreciation week. Thanks again, folks, for listening. 